Hello there and welcome to the episode 11 of Two Clubs, One Love. I uh, hope you're all well this evening. Uh, sorry about the uh, late there, a uh, show of 11 minutes. Uh, we had some technical issues, which I still think is uh, uh, having a bit of an issue there. So um, apologies if the line's a bit glitchy. I think uh, Daz um, has got some issues at end and so have I. Um, so we'll try and get through as best as we can with this. Uh, but like I say, uh, we're really going to get stuck into the but before we do, uh, I'll introduce my co-host Daz. Uh, Daz, how are you today? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, like like uh, Martin said, weather up here is a little bit ropey. So uh, yeah, I think it's having it's definitely been playing up with my TV. Internet, touch wood, ain't too bad. But I know it's been messing up other people's. But now nah, I'm alright. Uh, I had a bit of a nightmare yesterday, but we'll get into that when we talk about the. Hearts game, but other than that, yeah, sent you. Yeah. I know you've been being uh, the yeah, no. mas- master baker today. Yeah, makes a change from the, the, the master wanker. Um, <laughs> as, as some people used to call me, but yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, um, in uh, say the wife's been working all day, so uh, I've had a, a day off from work myself, doing a bit of overtime. Uh, in between my shifts, so uh, I spent the day with my daughter. Um, it was quite nice, really. Um, got bacon, there's some chocolate cookies and that, which I was going to on the show, but didn't, uh, didn't want to spoil the appetite after having my roast chicken there. Uh, so uh, I'm going to save it for vigil. So, uh, yeah, vid- vigil uh, is what a lot of people have been watching at the minute, so I'm going to tuck into a hot chocolate and uh, it's on my it's on my watch list but i've not watched it but i've heard uh i've heard good stuff so yeah i put up a thing yesterday saying are you a vid no this morning are you a vigil or a virgil fan Uh, (laughs) someone someone said both i said no you kind of kind of be a you're going to be a virgil van dyke fan after his show Uh, (laughs) oh yeah i heard had a bit of a man he was he was terrible he did he did indeed um so yeah no it's all good but really yeah before we get in the nitty of uh you know the weekend so that the title of this show is the unbeatables because obviously the second week now where all three teams have uh, managed to gain at least a point if not a win uh kilmarnock uh, unfortunately failed to uh, get the hat trick of wins this week but there we go uh you can't win them all um so yeah i mean you, you seem to have uh, had a good day, obviously, apart from uh, a few minor issues, which uh, you said we'll get into. Um, <laughs> so, the run, run the rundown to tonight's show to the listeners there and, and anyone that's watching. Um, we're going to kick off with uh, some shout outs first and some important ones as well. Uh, just uh, what's going around at the minute around the clubs, and obviously, uh, some good as well, um, you know, away from the football. Uh, and then um, any other sort of shout outs I've got from fans that want to sort of comment on the show, uh, feel free to join in. Let us know where you've been this weekend. Have you been uh, at Gayfield uh, on Friday night drinking your coffee uh, or your bottle? Or fucking you freezing know, your bollocks off. That. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the closest I've come to that is uh, Cleethorpes when I went to watch uh, Shrewsbury Lake Grimsby many years ago when I was, I was in my youth. And, uh, I went to I a, Gayfield. I had a lot more hair than I have now. <laughs> I've been to Gayfield and fucking hell, it, it's between there and Aberdeen. In the away end of Aberdeen, it's a toss-up where was the coldest game I've been to, but uh, it was 
as Scottish people would say, it was Baltic. Uh, it's, it's just, I mean, to be fair, I had to laugh because there's a lot of people in the crowd that had like, a fleece on or a thin jacket and you're like, fair booze, that's just, you know, the other person had shorts on as well, so, yeah, I've got that <laughs> sort of but, yeah, I mean, um, so yeah, I mean, you've been around you there on Friday, if you're uh, at Shrewsbury and you've seen the combat, um, then let us know what you thought, obviously, uh, as well, if you're in Edinburgh. What was the traffic like uh, getting in? Let us know. I'm sure Ars will give his views on that. Uh, but also the, the game itself, um, obviously a comprehensive uh, 3 0 win there. So, again, you know, let us know if you those games. Uh, as you can see, this down the bottom there, there's a message just sort of saying evening uh, again. So just pop on. Me and Daz will happily um, read them out and obviously the more. Uh, you guys can cont- contribute to this, then the easier it is for me and Daz. We don't have to talk all the time. Uh, Thank fuck. <laughs> as, as <much> as <laughs> so, so, yeah, I know. Uh, basically, uh, before we do that, we've got some shout outs, haven't we, really? uh, and So, we're going to kick off with them. So, let me just uh, bring up the wee snazzy thing like Sky Sports. I've uh, add, uh, just so you know, Martin. I've added a few to, to the, the people that are listening. I've added a few to the bottom for you to add on banners. So don't worry what if you look them? at ones and like, what the fuck are they? Uh, to oh, pop yeah. up some banners, yeah. All right, nice. And there's one more I'm yeah, writing as we yeah. speak because I just thought of it. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice one. Okay, that's sound. I can uh, have a look at that. No, no wonder that I'm trying to scroll down. It's struggling, man. So that'll explain it. Cheers, Daz. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm winding you up. Um, that's fine. So the shout-outs there. So there we go. So lovely, jubbly. Nice big letters there. So as you'll see as well, for people that are watching, we've sort of changed the uh, layout a bit there. So for anyone that wants to listen back to this at, at their own leisure, um, they, they want to listen to us, make you fall asleep. Um, <laughs> if you've not done already, then you can uh, listen on SoundCloud, Google uh, Cast, Spotify, which is a normal one, which you're usually on. Uh, you can look back on YouTube as well. Uh, also, Fan Hub. Don't forget Fan Hub. So there's a hundred, uh, there's a eight thousand fans have now signed up for Fan Hub across all the, the clubs. Obviously, that's in the Premier League of Scotland now as well. Um, we, now, Kilmarnock haven't won't get to do this yet, but I'm I'm pestering people to try and get the Championship clubs and further afield in Scotland added to that list. Um, so hopefully uh, we can get some more Shrewsbury fans out because we've got 53 at the minute. I put a tweet out just not so long ago, and I've got a golden ticket there. It's John Secure now. It's more than just um, predicting lineups uh, and whatnot. It's about getting. Um, the fans sort of saying and sort of like we do uh, on on their platform and it's going to be an app that's built for the fans uh, hence the, the, the name fan hub uh, and I am currently I'm back up some guys maybe <laughs> I'm back up to fifth fifth out of the Shrewsbury fans uh, I'm back up to fifth in the table yeah, I checked yeah you're fifth I'm up to yeah I'm up to seventh, yeah, up to seventh uh, not far behind we're taking over, mate. Yeah, We're taking over. Seven, so, but I'll be, yeah, the thing is, I'll be taking over you um, when I go to MK Dons, getting that mileage in. So, and and that is one of the things. It, it, it your mileage, 
um, of where you go. So it's good to sort of keep track of where you're going to go. But the, the best part is, is the top three positions. So each month, each club that has the top three fans in it uh, is basically automatically selected for free tickets for a home game that month uh, after um, at home. So, you know, it's a great opportunity um, to win free tickets and obviously also to get behind your it's a bit of a sort of a challenge, really. I'm seeing some clubs that have got 100 fans, 200 fans. Currently, I'm afraid to say Rep, so come on, Shrewsbury fans, we need to get above them. We need to get to 100 at least. Um, and that, so Daz will be sending out free tickets, uh, free codes. The codes basically mean you jump the queue and you'd have to wait for ages to lock, to sign up for it. So uh, use yeah, that I've got golden tickets. Well. If you haven't seen it already, yeah, jump on, jump, jump on the page. Uh, if you want to know more information about what how, how it works, it's pretty much self-explanatory, and it does it does what it says on the tin, really. So get on it, yeah, click it, like it, subscribe for it, and get get the, and get the town up the table. Because if we're gonna get up one table, um, if we're not gonna get up one in the league, we may as well get up that one. <laughs> so um, and obviously yeah, you can get it on the uh, Apple Podcast as well, which I've also uh, signed up for this week. Um, so yeah, basically that's uh, that's enough of that. Um, so Daz, I'll hand over to you. You've got a shout out there uh, that you wanted to sort of talk about. So go ahead. Oh, indeed, uh, I will add it onto the screen. All right, congratulations again to Dorley Wanderers Under Tens uh, on their second victory in a row. Now, uh, special mention to my godson Noah. For scoring the fourth in the four-two win, and to be on, I rang him after, and he was buzzing. He was made up, and he said that uh, they looked like they were going to sneak it and pull it back to three-three. And he said that then he stepped up, bottom corner, boom, happy days. Really happy with it. Really happy with it. Chuffed a bit sort of. Uh, then I've got a birthday shout out. Uh, well, I just say happy birthday to my good pal Michelle McKenney. On the thirtieth, uh, she's a Liverpool fan. Boo! Uh, but yeah, happy birthday! That's my uh, shout out. Happy birthday, Michelle! Though uh, it's nice to have a shout out from on here. Good lad, good lad. Uh, so, uh, got some other stuff here. I think you've got one as well about uh, the game yesterday. So we'll show that one. You can talk about that one. Oh yeah. Yeah, when it pops Balls, up. What's that? What's that? Oh, there we go. I uh, uh, just want to talk about there's a charity in Scotland, the Erskine Charity, uh, which helps out veterans. It's been around since 1916, I believe. Uh, they were at, they were represented at the Hearts game. They were on the they were the match sponsor of the program and on in the program, and they raised a lot of money yesterday because there was a thing on the electronic sponsor board to text um, donate to this number, and you donated five pounds during the 90 minutes. So I know they raised a lot of money yesterday. But yeah, check them out, support them. That's fantastic. Yeah, good. I've seen the crowd. Uh, it was about 16,000, was it, at Tottenham Castle? Right, big, right? Yeah, 14, big turnout. Decent yeah, turnout so, yesterday, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, good. So was there many Livingston fans there? I know it's a local <laughs> bar, but a local sort of game, wasn't it? Nah, 200, I think. It said there was 200. 200, I think. Uh, and also Jambos. If... Jambos, if you can, help out where you can, uh, donate to Foundation of Hearts and become a part owner of the club. Aye. 
And then I think my last one is, and also Salad yeah. fans, uh, try and help out. Also one of... Salad fans, try and help out Shrewsbury yeah. Town in the community as well, because uh, they do great work in Shrewsbury and the surrounding areas. Yeah, no, Shrewsbury has got a lot of wee projects going on uh, there and about, and see it all the time. It's a shame, really, that we're not down there anymore because uh, to help out, to get involved. But I was, I was always, uh, I was actually on the phone to the best pal yesterday. I come seeing when I'm down next month. Um, yeah, we were talking about this podcast and what I'm doing that, and it, and I was basically saying that like it's great how like yeah, you're getting. A lot of people have two clubs these days. You always tend to find that that's the norm because they move away, they locate. Um, you get one or two people saying, I don't understand the two clubs thing, but there's more people that have two clubs than we realise. And it's more to do with family or you know, um, your location and that. And obviously me and you are evident of that. Um, yeah. And I just, I said to him, I said, oh, great. I, I love the fact that I can put like uh, money into a local community. It's not just like the local pub as such, but the community as well and, and the activities that go with it and, and the kids that get involved in it. And it's more than just me, you know, I take my daughter to, to stuff when I can, obviously pre- previously to lockdown and that. But again, now lockdown's out of the way as such in some sort of degree. It's, you know, getting back into that normality. And uh, yeah, it's good. And obviously touching on that, I'm not be, uh, I, I was meant to go to my first game of Kilmarnock. Uh, uh, last month, and then I was COVID, and uh, I've had work in the way since. So, probably this Saturday will be my first run. Uh, I'm going to Kilmarnock and to Rafe, so I'm quite looking forward to that. And I'll be taking Charlotte as well. The mighty Rafe. So, looking forward <laughs> to that. Yeah. So, just... Uh, and just touching on that, actually, I know it's not really away from football and that, but my daughter, uh, Charlotte, obviously went to that game. She uh, had her first tooth that fell out last week, or in the day of start of the week. So, uh, yes, raided the actual bank of dad. Um, <laughs> so, that was great. And she's, she's raided me today because I've had her all day as well. So, yeah, she's had money well spent on that. And it's her birthday soon as well. So, uh, right. Wrapped around month. that. So, uh, Wrapped just, around that little finger. Just around that. Yeah, she wraps her finger on. Oh, I certainly does. Certainly does. Um, but she's actually get, we're actually having a good weekend, double, double double delight next weekend because we're going to see the men's team on the on, on the Saturday, sorry. Uh, and then the wife uh, is actually going to come uh, with myself and my daughter to watch the uh, Killy Lays. Uh, nice. And Borough Thistle, I think it is. Um, right. And Rugby Park at two o'clock next Sunday. So, uh, yeah, going to be sort of doing a lot of uh, football next week and for as well. So she's looking for um, and I'm looking for both so it's going to be really good sweet and touching on that um i mean well first of all before i'm going to talk about the um but just a couple of sort of shout uh really it's to do with the uh kelly and the community um so you've not already heard uh come on fan probably half but to anyone else that's out there um so the killy community and the killy trust have joined together to take part in kilt walks so a lot of people in scotland know what the kilt walks all about and so basically this sort of message has actually been um uh, echoed by kathy jameson uh promise i would uh, mention as well she uh, sort of retweeted it um, it's basically about sparing a donation uh, that would be great so a small amount she says 
yeah, can make a huge difference. And, uh, you know, Gaz touched on how Hearts are doing a lot of stuff uh, over in Edinburgh uh, for charity work and, and, you know, the sort of £5 donation there on the ground and looking after the veterans. And again, here, here he goes to show two community, well, two, 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 you know, the community, Killy community and the Killy Trust joining hands together with the Kilt Walk, you know, again, you know, great donation. And I think if you do a gift, that's um, part of it would help. So Kelly fans or any other people there that, you know, are listening to that or in the uh, vicinity, if they would like to sort of uh, contribute to that, I certainly will be. Um, so yeah, um, again, that would be great. So, um, I'll touch on one in a moment. That's for sort of both of those guys. Um, but I'll just go to my phone for this. This was Claire Morrison. Um, again, she's been doing a lot of work. I mentioned her last week. And um, she has been doing a bit of work around, um, which I'll touch on in a second when I get her. I do apologise for the... Uh, not being prepared there. Dad is very prepared, <laughs> not me. Okay, so uh, what she's saying is uh, basically she wants a shout out to the uh, over the 30 Killy fans, that's 30 Killy fans who have contributed to the Killy Ladies Shirt Sponsorship. Now, I think a Kilmarnock shirt, when I had a look into it, it was only about 250 quid. Um, so, unless you're a business, it's a lot of money, but obviously, there's a lot of Killy fans. Uh, that wanted to and support the women because they obviously don't get the same sort of um, support maybe as or, or media coverage and, and you know money coming in but it is bigger than what it is and it's it's only going to grow and grow and grow so you know it's good that the fans are wanting to do this so basically um we managed, it's me included um it a sort of 25 pound donation and this 25 pound donation doesn't cover one shirt this manages so she the aim was to do one shirt but she's managed to get enough people interested that it's now going to cover three of the shirts to be sponsored so well done massive well done there to the killy fans that have all contributed so um a shout out to the three that we are looking to sponsor i think we've got kirsty munro lisa swanson and dan dana baird with a little extra left over which will be given to the killy ladies to use at the fit for like kit costs transport to away games etc so fantastic not only are we sponsoring their kits there's money left over for them as well so if they win their cup they can go on the lash <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah basically it's 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 it's, it's great to see that um you know that's that's just claire morrison a, you know, a massive season ticket holder a massive fan but yeah again she wanted to do a bit she's part of the killing trust as well uh like myself and um, you know, yeah, it's great to see that you know fans like that in your club. And you know, they always say managers, players come and go. You all, you know, it doesn't matter if you win, lose, or draw. Your fans will always stay. Like or the majority of fans will stay. And that you need more fans like that. Um, yeah. in, in the club. So you know, even though there's been thirty Kelly fans that have obviously put to the project, Claire's the one. That, yeah, drummed it up like so you know, well done uh, to her. So the other one before we do get into the football, I do apologize quite a bit, but I feel it's sometimes important to do these shout outs because um 
you know, it's, there's quite a lot of good stuff that goes on that probably goes unnoticed. So yeah, the, the final one here is about FC United. Now, you'll remember last week that Daz touched on FC United there. So Daz, I'll let you read this one uh, or sort of go through that one because you've sort of the one that sort of touched me on this Yeah. Story. So go ahead. Uh, so FC United are championing and uh, are doing a really, really good job at the moment of uh, their fight against suicide. And they're actually on since last week, they have decided that they're going to release a replica shirt uh, that went on and the money will go towards helping the charity. And it's on sale for £30 and it'll go towards helping run the project and various other charities as well. Uh, uh, if you want, if you want one, they're available. We'll retweet the uh, links where you can buy it from. I think we already did, but we'll retweet it again just so that it's fresh on there because they're only on sale until the end of day tomorrow. If you want one, uh, I want one, but I'm a dirty skint student, so uh, I might just put a donation in instead of what I can afford. If you obviously, if you can't afford to buy a shirt, there's there's ways around donating. Don't think you need to, but. It's a great cause, and I've even had—I won't name any names—but I've had uh, a friend. Uh, her son uh, actually was going to jump off a bridge yesterday, and he was coached down by uh, some amazing uh, emergency service uh, staff. So, big thank you, and obviously, this—the FC United stuff—that will help people like that, that with aftercare and to uh, obviously help them with their mental health so yeah it, it is a real thing unfortunately it's a pandemic in itself uh so don't just think that we need to fight against covid there's other things that like that that things like fc united are helping massively so support them if you can yeah no um well well touched on there does um because like you say covid is real um, but so is other things in life and um, COVID. I, I mean, I work for the bank and it's actually amazing. We do this like um, vulnerable customer training and I've really sort of um, approached it and actually like sort of really engaged in it because um, you don't actually realise people when they're calling. Sometimes it's more about just like the bank so there's there life events going on as yeah. well and interesting when you speak to some customers that there's more going on in there and it's it's good it's really good because you know i get more of a conversation out of customers than i maybe used to because of this sort of training we've had and um, i think it's good because uh, not just in my job but any job i feel yeah, that there definitely. needs to be more of that like, sort it's of, a bit more personalized um, if you do it like that well. so no yeah, no, definitely. And like I said, this is, I mean, even us, we were chatting away. Me and us have had our problems in the past and uh, we still do. You know, and things are just away, like, you know, so it's all about um, having mechanisms to, to cope with stuff like that. But then there's people out there that are a lot worse position yeah. than us that don't have that help and support. Luckily, me and Daz have probably had that sort of support in, in the past. So, yeah, um, give it a think. Um, please, 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 um, you know, have a look at least um, and see if there's anything you can do in any way. Not pressurising to do anything, but at least have a look and see what they're all about. And even even if you're retweeting that to someone who can contribute, you, you've contributed. So that's the way I look at it. Um, if you're passing the message on, see if you just look at it and don't do anything. Just even retweeting that or com making a comment, you know, that, that you know, there may be someone that's struggling. You know, that, that may make their day. So, no. 
don't want to sort of get too down on it, but same point, like Dad said, it's real and we need to yep. focus uh, on stuff like that in life as well. Um, so, yeah, great stuff there, Daz. Some really good points there um, that we spoke mm. about. I'd just like to also say well done to the Shrewsbury women today. Um, I didn't see Kilmarnock. I didn't see them play today. I must have missed that one. But, um, yeah, the Shrewsbury women won 4-1. So, again, flying. Um, against Sandwell, was that I think they played? So well done. Yeah. Um, a very good win. Four goals. In, I think the four goals is the minimum they've scored in a game yet this season. So Fuck's um, sake. twenty-two goals in five games or four games, four games. So they're doing all right. So Fuck's good sake. on them. Impressive. Um, but yeah, I know. So. We're going to uh, jump right into the, the main three fixtures of the weekend that we've saw. And first of all, uh, we're going to jump into Shrewsbury Town. So, Shrewsbury 2, AFC London 1. Same score against Gillingham. Uh, also, the same um, sort of uh, way the game went, really. Went 1 0 down. Yep. <laughs> and then we came 2 1 up in the end and, and won the game. So, does um yeah tell me what you did you watch the game yesterday after uh, in highlights i watched the highlights and then i had uh two mates who were at the game so i had their views as well uh but a lot of deflation again when uh, it might be murder in the pronunciation here but M- mabude uh scored for the dons to take lead a lot of apparently in the in the ground a lot of people just got down instantly and thinking, oh, here we go again. But luckily, my personal signing of the season, Luke Leahy, uh, with a, my, what a good header, like, what a looping header. That was how a looping header should be, should be done, I think. Like, what, what in my opinion, well, great it, header. It, it, see, I know. I mean, the cross was brilliant from Bennett. I mean, Bennett's been... Yeah. Again, alongside Leahy, the two best signings probably this season. Um, and he actually played injured as well in the second half. So he yep. played, carried on playing. But yeah, going back to the header, I mean, a great ball in to start off with. But the, I mean, it's one of them where he, he just controlled it. Like, uh, it was a great controlled header. And it, it wasn't like as if he would just placed it. He, you know, it was basically, it, it couldn't have gone anywhere else. So it had to go in that. He had to get enough height on it. But then he had to get the execution, make sure he didn't get over the bar. You know, just it was it was perfect. Like it was brilliant. It was, and it doesn't it hasn't been talked about really. Um, it was, it, nah. a great goal. It was. It was really good. I thought like it, it like you said, the cross was and, uh, perfect. I, I like him. The cross was perfect, and then and then like you said, to get that the the traje- trajectory right for it to dip down, and I was just like. Why is not enough people? Why isn't why isn't everyone like saying what a, what a goal? But I suppose they, they were probably more buoyed that we actually got a win again. And then uh, Lee with the assist and the, on Udo's winner, which again another another good strong header. Udo, I think he is he, that he's a better player this season than he was last season. It might be, but apparently people who were there said the Bowman. Uh, had a brilliant game holding the ball up as well. Yeah, we, we touched on Bowman last week against Sheffield Wednesday. And I'll that to you. I said that Bowman 
um, brought something different to the game, and it wasn't just his goal. And I know you gave Lee Man the match, but I gave Bowman Man the match for his hold up play and how he came deep. And I remember saying um, on the very first sort of couple of casts that we did at the very start when we were talking about new players coming in and, and the friendlies at the time, and I was saying how how seen him up in. And he played for Motherwell in more of a deeper position. He'd come, he didn't score as many, but he was always coming in like deep, bringing the ball and getting the wingers in. Like, um, and, that, and that's what he did well up there. Um, so it's great to see that he's he's bringing that to his game. He's also got the goals in him. Um, obviously, we've not scored many as a team, but he scored last week. He was in the right area, and hopefully, um, you know, he can have a few goals to, to you know. But I feel. And Bowman has to start. He's a, he's um, he's got three. Like Tom Bloxham's obviously not played the last two games, but for me, Sam Cosgrove again. Uh, um, yeah, he's got a couple of goals. I know that. But goal, you know, the rest of his the rest of his play um, and what he brings to the team. I'm sorry, it's not good enough. Um, and I'm you know might get slated for this, but I just think that. Fudo and Bowman for me are the three ahead of Cosgrove. Cosgrove was way down, but for some reason he starts, and you know that's just what. Well, talk, talk, uh, I was on uh, on Facebook. Uh, Dan Evans actually put a picture of a of a bench and said, "Is this um, Cosgrove's best position?" And it's a picture of a bench. So I think a couple of fans, but I'm with you. I think Cosgrove is. Those three, they offer more when they're on the pitch. Like you've got more, more optimism when you see one of those. When especially blocks them, but with Bowman, is create his hold up play. Udo, you ne- you never know. Udo can just pop out like that with something, a moment of magic, and you get a goal. But Cosgrove just seems like a step back. I, I, I don't think he's the kind of player we that'll, that'll ignite our season. Right. See, see with Cosgrove, right? I mean. You see, as a striker, you need strikers that are hard working, especially in the town team, because Shrewsbury aren't blessed with a 25 goal striker. So you need all your strikers working on committed. Now, I see Cosgrove as a bit of a lazy striker. He doesn't have a great touch, but I see. I feel that if he'd be given the right service on a regular basis, he would probably score more often than not. But it doesn't make him a good striker, really. So just so. Like we can't afford to have a man that's not working 100 percent and grafting in that team uh, when we, we we haven't got the creative sort of players. If we had that number ten, we could maybe get away with that because we're creating more chances, which means we're going to score more. But we've not scored. We've got to work hard to get the possession to win the ball. And I just feel that Cosgrove doesn't suit that. At the minute. So until we get some more creative players in the building, he for me doesn't start. And I ain't got anything against Cosgrove. Like I think he's probably a nice, genuine guy, but I just feel as though he doesn't offer enough. Yeah, he's got some an important couple of goals for us, but you know, it's not about goals sometimes, especially with Shrewsbury. Um, right. You need hard workers there. And I think he doesn't fit with the model we've got the, with the with the other ten players that we're picking on a Saturday or a Tuesday. I just don't think Cosgrove's style of play fits with the other players. Like you said, he, we need a bit more creativity for him to to play his style. Where 
we need someone who's going to come back and do a bit of work to then make us move forward where, like you said, I, unfortunately, I don't think Crossgrove is that man. Um, I mean, it, it, Aberdeen, he was a, I mean, I think 40% of his goals were penalties anyway. We get yeah. a rock of penalties. Um, <laughs> creative players to be in the box. We're, we're sort of, um, you know, we, we've talked about this, so we, we, we've done the same against, against Wimbledon. I mean, you know, you know what was really frustrating is we had conceded a lot of goals from set pieces. Um, and this was the most comical one of all, I thought, because it was our own set pieces that it was, a, it was a choice of uh, kick, I think it was, and it broke out. Um, it, and then they just hit us on the counter. And now we're 1-0 down. And I just said to myself, it's bad enough conceding goals when we're giving set pieces away, but when we're conceding a goal from our own set piece in their attacking area, it's just not good enough. And we, we just, again, weren't at the races. You know, we just, we just don't seem to act. We just seem to be, uh, sorry, we don't, we don't seem to be uh, proactive again. We just seem to be into everything. And we can't afford to go into every game 1-0 um, down. And, I mean, that's twice now we've done it. And it's great that it shows the character. So it does certainly show we've got some good characteristics like and we can come back. But you kind of go into every single game, go in a goal down. I mean, Sheffield Wednesday last week, down, get a draw. I mean, you can't every game to do that. So... No, because yeah. the, the the better teams will pun punish you. And, all right, we we could go one nil down against one team, and then we could like yesterday we could come back and pull it around for two one. But then we could go one nil down against another team and could end up three or four down. It's it's a risky game to play, so it's not a it's not a safe way to be to get points on the board, in my opinion. But I've got a couple of shout out not shout outs comments from online from some Salad fans. Uh, one actually uh, on your point when you said earlier about uh, if we're going to get up one table, then let's get up the fan hub one. Well, Christopher Rayner says we're only five points off the playoffs, so we might jump up that table uh, too. Well, to be to, now to be to be fair, I was just about to jump on that and say that yeah, we are saying what went wrong in the game and, and right, so we've got to pick the pros and cons, but. Um, in reality, let's let's look at the start of the season. We were not scoring. We lost four out of four, um, and now we've lost one in five, and that was Accrington, and that was a scrappy game. And, and and you look at the sort of games we've played; they've not been easy. I mean, Wimbledon are up there doing well. Decent uh, team, you know. Obviously, we come back and got a great win. Decent team, yeah. Decent scoring, lots of goals. They, they, I think yeah. Portsmouth in the cup five three. They went to Morecambe and won four three. Um, they beat Oxford 3-1 they're not shy of scoring goals so for us to only concede the one and, and that is you know it's not bad it's good um, Sheffield Wednesday you know as well went away tough game um, yeah. got the result and we could have won it um, you know so, so results are picking up Gillingham you know went 1-0 down battled back got the win there so things are looking good and Steve Cottrell has also to mention that the likes of Josh Daniels uh, and Ogbetta are looking impressive in training, which means that they're now realising that they need to put their ideas up to try and get in the team. So all of a sudden, a few positive results means that certain players are starting to realise that you know, they want to get in that team now and prove what they can do. So it's interesting how a few results can change the perception of the season. And you know, there were talks early doors, including myself, saying, well, how long can we go before Cottrell is given a sort of 
uh, you can't you know, use the COVID excuse and whatnot and you know, no disrespect to that, that don't mean that in any sort of way bad but he, he sort of felt as though we were clutching at that a wee bit but um, you know and then he was he, he was obviously been under pressure and news and whatnot in the, in, the, in the interviews and that sorry but you know what he's obviously got his method he's got his ways um, and let, let's take one game at a time. That's the way I look at it. You know, we're, that's one one defeat in five. So, so let's let's see what the next game brings. And at Wickham, um, it's going to be a really tough game. But we're at home, and they've got their centre back, who's one of their best centre backs, sent off. So he's going to be suspended. So let's get into him, and you know, we could cross. I mean, if I, I would I would take a draw against Wickham. They're a good side. And, and the thing is, we don't um, want to we, we don't want to show them two home games. We don't want to show them too much respect because, uh, yeah, they were they came down from the championship, but they weren't good in the championship. So well, I, we shouldn't be going in thinking, uh, "Are oh, they a decent team? They're a good team." Let's, like you said, let's go at them. Let's 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 try and get get some points out of the game. In the day, in the day we're at home. Um, we've exactly. only, we've, we've stopped. Okay, some sheets, but. We've stopped conceding twos and three. Well, we weren't even yeah. conceding that many, really. Um, but we've, you know, it's just a one, of one goal. So I'm, I'm, re- I'm really confident that we'll um, get at least a draw on on Tuesday against Wickham. Um, and like I say, they've got their big centre half suspended now, so that's going to change their defence a bit. But I just feel we need to drop Cosgrove yeah. on that one. Now, see, see the team. I would swap Tom Bloxham. Uh, in place of um, Cosgrove, it's good to see Sean Wall is because he, he just he just keep he just looks busy. He may not be have all the time, but he just looks busy all the time. He looks he likes to harass the defence, and uh, I like I like him how, how he plays. So now hopefully he can add to that um, as well. So yeah, yeah. No, I mean, is, have you got anything else you want to sort of touch on on, on the town game? Uh, and had an extra point to mention. Uh, I've got uh, two more comments here. I've got um, Scott Edwards, uh, the boy with the drum. He he put a picture of Dan Udo, uh, but he'd mocked it so that uh, Dan Udo was on a member of Royal E's head. Uh, and he said, uh, best player in the world. And it had Udo with a crown and uh, with a cape and stuff on. And then Gareth Davis said, Good three points today. Come on, you blues. Yeah. It was it was a great three points. It was good. There was a lot of town fans that like I had actually seen someone put a tweet up saying Daniel Udu is not the answer. And then he put up something after the game saying, Well, at least I spelled it right. Like it was just and it's typical, it's one of those sort of ones. I did that the other week in Cosgrove score against Jingham. I was like, ah, he needs to come off at half time and then he scored. Um, so you text and, me you know, regardless of what you think of players yeah yeah I did actually I remember I think you text me the same thing yeah it's pretty yeah, yeah I, 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 I me and my mate were sat, sat there saying uh, I've got to take Udo off uh, Cosgrove off he's, he's had enough and then he scored and like fuck's maybe need to sat more often <laughs> I, I, it's, it's quite funny really because you sort of have moments like uh, football games whether you're watching it or listening to it or you know whatever and you always, you always say something, and and I always remember when Dave Hibbert was playing, and we were away at Cheltenham, and I was with Sam Martin, and uh, we won two one, and I just remember one 0 down at the time, 
and it was a Tuesday night. And I just said, we just need a bit of luck here. Like, you know, like we need like someone, I don't know, to smack off someone's arse or something. And literally, like, I cannot kid you not, a minute later, the keeper, like, went to kick the ball out. And Dave Hibbert just closed him down and it cannoned off his arse. And, <laughs> and I just was like, did, did, did I just say that, like, a minute ago? Did I just say that? And then it was even better because we then went and scored again two minutes later and obviously won the game 2-1. And it was like... Love yeah, it. just it's just moments. In moments, you're saying games, and you just think, like, did that you know, just, you just sort of <laughs> say it, don't you? And, but uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it I, I sort of love that sometimes when a player actually scores and, and you slate them to come off or whatever, because um, it's like as though they heard you or they, 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 you know it's that sense. So I don't mind that. I don't, and I don't mind getting slated if I was to say something because at the end of the day, if it means Salah win, I don't care. You know, and that's, that's exactly. good. And I've always said that, you know, as long as they're a player and they're a town player, you get behind them. It, it, just because you want Cosgrove off or you want Udo off or you, he's not good enough, doesn't, it, that's just your opinion. It doesn't mean you want to get behind and cheer them as soon as they're exactly. off. It's just, just an opinion, isn't it, at the end of the day? Definitely. Um, and I'm sure we're not all alone on certain opinions, like we say. And like we say, football would be a boring world if we all agreed on the same thing. Um, and touching on that, um, I heard Tottenham fans singing. Uh, there was a video before the Arsenal game today. Slasaka off because of the penalty. Now it's a bit shit, but at the end of the day, it's because it's Tottenham Arsenal. So I, I sort of get why they sang it, and it was just like I can't remember. It was nothing racial, and it was just a bit of banter. Like, but then obviously we know what happened in that first half. Saka scored and set one up, and they were three 0 up. So it, again, it just goes to show that sort of um, you know. You shouldn't really say sometimes. You should just maybe keep your mouth shut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Because it bite you on the ass. I was just going to say it'll come back to bite you on the ass, and and he probably used that as motivation. He was like, "Right, fuck you! I'm going to come on yeah. and uh, show show you then." And then he obviously did stung him. Yeah, but it's it's good. I like it, and the fact even the smallest player, and he leaped up like a salmon out of the Clyde's. It was, you know, it's fucking brilliant. Um, salmon out of the weir. Yeah, salmon just... out of the weir in Shrewsbury. Uh, it's really tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you know, well, yeah, I was going to say please. But you know, uh, you know, when he, in the, he jumped up, we, it, was, it reminded me of last week, the role reverse when Sadio Berahino was like, did it against up, us? You know, the fence and all. We, we were kicking off about that on the pod last week, weren't we? On the last yep. week. And, and he did exactly the same Udo just and it, it's just sometimes it's all about instinct and timing and, and, and it wasn't sort of the bravery as well to just get in there could have easily got hurt and uh, no less you know fantastic result for Tavis and I'm so chuffed that we've uh, started to turn a corner and more importantly one defeat in five as I've already mentioned but we're all at the bottom four and as Chris mentioned is it Chris um, that we are climbing the table and yeah so if we beat Wickham uh, we go 11 points uh, sorry Three points behind them on eleven, yeah, uh, and then on fourteen. So all of a sudden, um, you know, we're looking rosy and uh, we're talking, you know, about mid-table. So, but it's early in the season, so things can change quite quickly. Oh, exactly. I was quite surprised when I looked at the table yesterday to see that Burton Albion were three, four point uh, were sort of near near where we are basically. Yeah, and that's it. Then to start to do well, and I think they they won the first three games. I think and they drew a couple. They did too. To show that it just goes to show that you can lose 
the first four quite quickly and win the first three quite quickly, but then things can suddenly change and happen. So that for us, it's, roll with, it's good. Roll reversal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, and I think it all gives me confidence as a Shrewsbury fan, is it? and we should probably do it, but you, you can't help but do it. But then you look at what's below you, and you've got like Doncaster, pretty decent, decent they've always been in the championship, so they're no mugs. Crew, fair enough, they're going to be sort of like down there, um, you know, mid table at best. But then you've got Ipswich and Charlton now, you know, and they, they've, they've got the, the money they've got, the money they, the people they've brought in. So the fact, the fact that they're doing worse than us. Um, it's, it's not really a we shouldn't grumble too much into every game and see what we can do and we've no we've gone to Sheffield Wednesday last week as well and proven that we can go to a massive team and get a draw so there's no reason why we can't go to like a bowl and an Ipswich coming up um, and, and get a positive result as well so yeah but that's enough of uh, Shrewsbury so what we'll do is uh, we're going to go on to the Edinburgh well I say the Edinburgh derby but it's not it's a small Edinburgh derby is an old yeah, it's, a, it's a, it, hearts against Livingston. So, yeah, were there yesterday, I was indeed, but only just because I had uh, induction with work that was at what time is it? That was at twelve o'clock, and I was like, right, I'm cutting it fine. And so I booked a taxi for quarter to two. Taxi didn't turn up, so then I was like, right, grand. Now I've got to go to Croy, so I went train to Croy instead. And then I was like, right, let's make it. Got in for it. Five minutes. It's five to three at Haymarket. It takes five minutes in a taxi. Booked an Uber. The Uber got cancelled. <laughs> then I got another Uber. Then that Uber was like, he was like, which way do you want to go? I was like, mate, I don't know. Whichever's the quickest. He decided that his quickest was to go through where all the millions of roadworks that are currently happening in Edinburgh was. So, yeah, I missed the first quarter of an hour of the game, but... That was the shit part of my day, but a good part was the game. Like Martin said earlier, three 0 like it says on the screen as well, three 0 with our nice handy little uh, pop ups, check us out, banners and stuff. Uh good work from Martin there. Uh I will tell him when he's done good. Try my best. so yeah, we uh, like I said earlier, we uh, even though it is a it's kind of like an East of Scotland derby, but Livingston only brought 200 fans with them. But you go to Livingston's ground and you're lucky if they've got three three or 400 of their home fans. It's like a not very well-supported club, which is weird because it's a tidy little ground and good setup, which always concerns me when you see some of these teams that are Premier League clubs and they've got such a shite support. It's weird. Very weird. Like support maybe your they local maybe team. Maybe they don't like Macar- uh, maybe there's a oh, like macaroni there, maybe. I don't know. Oh, old Tony. <laughs> Tony uh, macaroni. I, ma- maybe, ma- yeah, maybe macaroni. Maybe they're all vegans or something. I don't know. Which is nothing <laughs> wrong with vegans, by the way. Um, yeah. No, I don't. But the, the, the thing is, support your local club. Don't support Celtic and Rangers or whatever. Support Livingston. If you, if you, if you live near Livingston, even if you don't support them, go to the games. Like, just get that stadium a bit more fuller because right. it annoys me. A little pet, bit petty, but uh, I, yeah, we took the as lead. Daz is, uh, as, as, as Daz's favourite quote is, I was just going to say, Daz, your favourite quote, before I let you continue, um, yeah. is don't be a deck and support Rangers in Glasgow. <laughs> Rangers in Celtic and I support the Rangers. Yeah. Team, so don't be a... <laughs> Especially if you don't, if you if you live near a fucking football ground, get get there. Like, oh, oh, uh, 
but baffles me. But yeah, we uh, Hearts took the lead through Mr. Faithful Michael Smith uh, with what I thought was a screamer, and so, so did the announcer because he announced it. Goal scorer with an absolute screamer, which was like that's, that's ace. He's got passion uh, of a volley from just inside the box <laughs> after. Some... Oh, I it was great, and then a great ball by Alex Cochran uh, to set him up, which put us one up and. Uh, Smithy's been getting a bit of grief online from the fans saying that he's not the player he used to be, so celebrated with the old, went up to where the home fans were, put a cup in the ears, as in like, come on, what do you think now? And he wanted, you could tell he was hungry for goals because every time he got the ball, he was just shooting from distance, so it was like, good to see. Uh, then one became two through Liam Boyce with his ninth, for the, ninth league goal of the season. Uh, penalty after Benny Beningamy got brought down. I thought it should have been a penalty before that because Cammy Devlin on his day on his home debut got brought down and then two seconds later the same player then brought down Beningamy and then the ref gave the penalty. So didn't know which foul he actually gave it for, but I'm guessing it was the second. But yeah, cool as you like, as always. See when Boyce gets a penalty, I'm never nervous or like, oh my oh no, is he gonna miss? I'm always that got that confidence because he's a goal scorer and knows where the goal is and it's not going to let you down. And then he did the... His celebration well, was pretty tasty. He stood and he pretended to throw a dart and then did the Peter right. <laughs> Fuck knows why. Started doing the Peter right, like jumping across the stage in front of the home fans. He was like... Hey, must be. It was like, wow, I'm impressed. If you out of darts, when you would have thought, what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, then... My man, your, the man your boy, boy said, your boy said, I is Boise, Boise, Boise. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. And it was good that Boise from Only Fools Horses sadly passed away this week. And then, boy, our Boise scores might might mean nothing, but I thought it was nice. Uh, <laughs> uh my man, the match, Alex, Alex Cochran, who set up the first, then got his just rewards, in my opinion, uh, as Byron Mackay, who is. Two weeks back, with two weeks into being with Hearts after being with that club for a couple of months, did some great work down the right and played the ball, which confused the keeper who came to the near post and then left Cochrane to just hit it first time into empty net. But Cochrane was my man of the match, and I've said to a couple of people it was the best Hearts performance I've seen personally in like two or three years. They just look like they look like a team basically, they look like they wanted to play as a team. Everyone was clicking. Everyone knew where the next person was going to be. And, yeah, it was nice to see a Hearts performance like that. Uh, then I've got a few comments that i got online. Uh, Michael McCran, uh, frightening performance from uh, Cammy Devlin today, on uh, whose debut it was, Australian uh, centre mid. Very decent player looks. Uh, Mark Muir. I've been very critical of Craig Halkett, but today wasn't too bad and looking like he's hopefully going to settle down at the back in centre of defence. As Martin said, everyone's got their opinion. Unfortunately, I don't. I I have a different opinion on Craig Halkett where I think Craig Halkett is a rock and a very good centre-back uh, and likes to get forward. Uh, then we had, lastly, Dean Smith. Uh, it was good to see a solid victory day today and along with a clean sheet, but I'm always confident of clean sheep and we've got uh, Mr. Reliable Craig Gordon as our back line. Like Craig Gordon, yeah, he didn't he had hardly anything to do yesterday. I think maybe Livingston two shots on target maybe, but 
Gordon was nah, just looked like no. when he was called on, he was, he was shouting, see if anyone was getting in, getting dealt with after taking a knock. He'd been running over to the sidelines, speaking to Robbie Nielsen, but there was still a few. As I, I think, uh, I come, I, I text saying that even though we were two 0 up at one point, uh, there was still people sitting around complaining at half time, and I was just. So I put my headphones in at halftime as like, I'm not listening to this. We're, we're winning 2-0 comfortably. Don't complain. But I forgot to do it beforehand. Uh, there's my programme from yesterday. Uh, and also, on hearts, uh, I've got to squeeze him in somehow. Uh, Jamie Hamill made uh, made a team on hearts podcast, Scarves Around the Funnel. He made uh, hearts hard, hard men 11. Jamie no. Hamill sneaked it. So yeah, Jamie Hamill he's still going strong, going strong. Uh we've got we haven't got a game in midweek, but we've got uh Motherwell at home next Saturday, uh which will be see if we can still stay unbeaten in the league. I think we're point off Rangers. Uh unbeaten, like yeah. that's mental. A team that got promoted last season, like I, anyone that's moaning about performances, like have a look in the mirror because look, we we came up from championship with unbeaten. But I, that's pretty much all heart stuff. On to you with Killy, mate. Oh, I, yeah, before I go on, I was just going to touch on a couple of things. Hey, you mentioned Barry Mackay, so uh, do you know where he started his youth career? I'm guessing Kilmarnock. Aye, so, yeah, well, probably so another link. Yeah, basically, yeah, he, yeah, so he was there at um, 16. I think he played. He might have played one game, but then I signed for Rangers and I obviously did all right there at Rangers in the Championship. And then I don't know if he played them in the Premier League as well, but then he obviously went to Forest and Swansea, then he and then Swansea. Yeah, uh, it was a, it was on loan at Fleetwood, wasn't he? He played against Shrewsbury as well, so yeah, he did. Um, nice wee link there. Um, but yeah, just thought I'd, just thought I'd throw that in. But he's a very good player. Um, and I was actually hoping that we were going to sign him too, but um, as we could do with someone like him. Um, but obviously, parts have signed in. But yeah, no, um, just what I say. Obviously, I follow the all the form. I sort of now that Killian in the Premier League, I sort of take interest in the Premier League with hearts because of you. So, uh, since doing this, and uh, yeah, I've got to say, um, I mean, Livingston, I just it just baffles me like, um, how he beat Celtic last week because they're pressed. Like from what I've seen, I just I'm trying to I'm just trying to work out. Are Livingston really really good last week, or was Celtic just shite? And I think after watching the fact that Celtic drew today, um, and yeah, I just I just think like Celtic I mean, I, I, could I be the last Celtic fan. I would be worried. Oh, Remember yeah. what I said to you at the beginning of the season? They finished third, and I'll tell you what, I'm standing by that. I'm, I'm sticking by that. Um, yep. I've seen a tweet today someone put um, it's about time for the top two were broken in half and uh, one of the Edinburgh teams are going to do it and it was a Hibs fan that said that and, oh, no a Hibs fan said something like oh yeah the hype on between them and I said nah <laughs> this guy this Hearts fan I don't know who it was he tweeted saying I will finish both above them but Hearts will finish above the fucking lot we are the fucking champions <laughs> <laughs> I love his confidence. I love it, love it, love it. But on the talk where you said you're keeping an eye on. So he's one that. I've been keeping an eye on the Killy. That's why I've been following Kilmana. So now that you're 
going. I want you, I wanted you to get like the first couple of games with just you and Charlotte going, so that you can get get that going again. But I, I'm glad you're starting going again. That means that I can come through when Hearts are away and uh, I can join you for a Kilmarnock game finally. So. Yeah, no. Yeah, and with that you can experience a play in a Fanta, so it's uh, all good. <laughs> Killing. But aye, that's, that's, off, that's good. Up, up, up for grabs in the uh, in the Mastermind, which we'll talk about. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that in a moment, Mastermind, because uh, I, I'm i zilch in any chance of winning that anymore. Um, <laughs> right, so basically the Kilmarnock game against our program, we'll move on. Onto that, plenty of goals to talk about. We have to see on the screen in a minute <laughs> uh, when it pops up. There we go. Loads of goals to talk about. Now, <laughs> this had to go down as probably the worst game of the season for Kilmarnock. But on a positive note, we didn't lose. We still haven't conceded away from home, and we've only conceded once in seven games. So. Um, and that does, to be fair, go down to a lot of our good goalkeeping uh, and our centre-backs, especially um, you and Murray, who seems to... He could probably head a rocket or a torpedo if it came at him. Um, he seems to win everything in the air. Honestly, it's like... I just... I remember one moment in the game on Friday when I was watching it. We were a glass of Prosecco and a prawn sandwich, and I was like, glass of Prosecco. Um... I made the wife watch it, like, and the deal was that she got to have half the bottle of Prosecco. So um, she was actually quite impressed with how Joel Nuble played, and uh, I was as well. Actually, on loan from Livingston, and brother of uh, Frank Nuble, ex-Arsenal, which many may remember, has played in England, uh, Ipswich, probably loads of clubs, but uh, he's played played against Shrewsbury a few times. Um, so anyway, yeah, he, he was quite impressive, like. And he was the star player. Um, I actually thought he was there until he said he was on loan at Livingston. And I thought, bloody hell, Livingston could do with him. Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's, he was tricky on the ball. I mean, we didn't know how to handle him first half. Uh, he, he just was a menace. And uh, it, like I, I said to someone, what was it? I said to uh, Louise, actually, she commented on John Nuble after the game. And I said, hey, he was fantastic. Hashtag dancing feet. Honestly, he was like, you know, his feet were just like too quick for our defenders. And I mean, there's one moment where he shuffled past Jason uh, Naismith and smashed it in, and it sort of ricocheted off the post. And on the other side of that, he got past Honstrup. And from the tightest of angles, it looked like it was an impossible position to score. And he, he hit the post, and I thought, shit, that went in. And it just sort of bounced back out. And it was like, it was like one of those panic heart and you know heart out of your stomach moments. It was it was you know it was it, you know I actually thought we, were, you know, we if if our bro had won two or three nil, no one could have said they did deserve it. They they did deserve to win. We were very fortunate to get the draw. Chris Ulaluma um, said that a draw was a fair result. I had to disagree with him, um, but that's just typical commentators. They sort of the media they don't. Which is sort of a bit biased in some ways. It's sort of they like, they like to sit on the fence, you know. Sometimes he's <laughs> so uh, it, you know, Kilmarnock just didn't do enough. Um, a lot of fans said it was a shy performance and that, but I'm not too worried. 
I, I thought it was more of a point gained than dropped because that put the difference later on in the season. And the way our both are playing, they're one of the form teams. So uh, looking at it, it's a very, very good result. In my opinion. I was, it keeps, keeps the, the nice unbeaten run away from home going. I was just going to say, like like you just put the words out of my mouth, it was that it, it's these kind of results that you'll look back at the end of the season, like they're the kind of results that have helped get us promoted or get us to the position where we are because... Our growth, our growth aren't like you said. They're form team. They're not a bad side. They can cause upsets, and it's a tough little ground to go to because so it's quite tight. You're like you're on top of the fans or on top of you, and like you like you said earlier, the sea is like you could spit into the sea. It's that close, and you get that cold wind. And it's quite an intimidating place to go, especially on a Friday night. I mean, I mean, it's terrible, but on a Friday night and. And, and I know that's up in Scotland, like so. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always going to be cold at some point. Um, but you know, it was. I, I felt we coped well at times, and sort of in the end, we, we sort of got it, it. It was a bit of a scrappy second half. Our growth better in the first half, even second half, bit scrappy. Uh, um, Hibbs, sort of player, in my opinion, a lot of people when he signed were not too bothered. Um, but now he's playing and that they seem to see what he can do. Scored a cracking goal last week. Should have scored um, with a chance, hit it straight at the keeper. And that was a sort of first real effort on the tip. First half, put a couple of good balls in. Good. On the last, no, was it Fraser Murray? Um, and we should have sort of, I think uh, Blair Alston should have scored. He tried to be too clever and side, side foot it instead of just getting his foot on it and putting it in. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was it just it was very bitty, a bit like the a bit like the weather, just too bitty. And uh, Fraser Mark, terrible game, absolutely. Um, and I, I think you could see that, but I don't know why Tommy Wright kept him on. Daniel Armstrong, ex race player, ex Wolverhampton youth player, very good player in my opinion. He's got a good bit of pace and trickery. He's done all right in the games to come on. Um, and I feel as though he, he should start. And uh, the same view actually, Morrison. I was going to that what she said about the game because uh, she also mentioned about what she thought uh, which was similar views really to what I've mentioned um, so she said for the Arbroath game i just say I thought we were the worst we've played this season again that's what I said but it's pleasing to keep a clean sheet against an extremely hard working and well drilled Arbroath side and yeah let's not forget Arbroath are part time it's hard to believe if they're a part time club because um, they were well drilled and they played really well. Um, they've got some good players in there, to be fair. So, yeah, she said that they were drilled, um, and she's even said that as well. You never know that they were part time. So, if you're watching that, you would you would better tell. Um, she's convinced that last season's team would have lost that match. I totally agree with her. <laughs> we would have uh, definitely lost that, especially with Kurt Broadfoot at the back. He'd have probably scored for him. <laughs> Zach and you would again. I'd drop Fraser Murray from the Rafe game and put in Armstrong, as Daniel did really well against Falkirk and deserves a chance. Felt Fraser was really poor on Friday night and he knew that going by his face. I think he might be feeling the pressure of being a highly rated ex high Pretty much what I said there, but yeah, I totally agree with what Daniel Armstrong needs to start. Or, or, you know, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed Liam Polworth, um, he started the season, right? 
he needs a good experienced player with Motherwell. Oh, good player. Uh, Inverness, I think. Um, yeah, he, he started the season well, a strong player, like good on set pieces and that, but he has a tendency to be a bit sort of uh, pick up the blocking or two as well. And Stephen McGinn started on the bench as well. So maybe one or two changes will be needed for the weekend. I fancy Stephen uh, McGinn to come back in and I fancy unless, to drop out. Unless there's fitness issues that we obviously, as fans, are not privy to and they just... They pulled up or something daft, but to let, you've got to have a good reason to leave them two on the bench, mm. especially going away to Arbroath, which is a tough one. Game as well. Yeah, Steve McGinn's more of a ball player. He's not, and he's obviously not as young as he used to be. So maybe it's about managing the players and for certain games. I certainly thought that um, we're lacking a striker. We scored eight goals, which is great. But we can't keep relying on the defence. We do need to start scoring more, as mentioned previously. But, um, you know, we've got some injuries that are still waiting to come back on. But we are relying... Any command fans that are listening to this may agree. And if you disagree or you think different, um, you know, I feel we rely on Chris Burt way too much. And it's been evident since he's been out injured. We might create... Create, uh, amount of chances he created in the two or three games and now he's been injured and then we're lacking and drying up in the chances. Our bro created 14 or 15 chances. We created six, one on target, just not good enough. Um, but it is what it is. I would say that what I felt from watching that game, it was a cut match. Our bro were the underdogs and they played it up for us as a cut match and that um, and I think their conditions it was in their favour they know how to play as well um, but yeah no I mean uh, the best player for me was Murray I thought McGowan had a difficult start but he played the right and I gave him top marks one of the lads John commented saying he couldn't have, he, he agreed on all my player ratings that I put up but I'm McGowan so it's not bad to see a, another fan sort of have similar views as to what I had there so but no it was, um, McGowan there's nothing really much to say on Friday it was on the tally. Yeah, another ex-Jambo, yeah, played in Australia. He's a good player, very solid. He actually put in a brave hat at the end of the first half to stop them from scoring. So he's good I, in the I want, air and I like I him. I want to say he was an, ex, an ex-Australia uh, international as well. I know his brother, Ryan McGowan, was. I don't know if Dylan played. He's, he might have, maybe. He's he's played one, ge- he, he's played one game for him. I, think, I thought so, yeah. One game. Grant? Yeah, he's, he's still young. Well, he's not play. young, but he's, he's not old. He's still a good age. Yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, it's just, that's what it was. It was a scrappy game, but like I say, we take the point, move on, play Rafe at home next week, and I've it's gone now, three points, and then you look back and think, oh, well, that, that was it. So, but our bro will be buzzing, because that's one defeat in six. And to take yeah. a point off Kilmarnock and a clean sheet, they'll be delighted with that. Um, I'd just like to say a special mention to their player, Nicky Lowe. Ex uh, Aberdeen player, I think he, but he got a very nasty injury at the end, and he had been a good player. Him, McKenna, and uh, Newball were the sort of best three players. But he went in for a challenge in the last minute, and he sort of his, his leg got caught under him. Um, but I actually quite liked it. He put a tweet up later on saying, "We're all right. Well, it'd be okay in that." But there's loads of Kilmarnock fans sort of saying, "Oh, well played." And there was one I picked out, I can't remember the name, but he said, I was the guy that was giving you shite 
whilst taking corners in the first half. But fair play, you did all right, and I hope you get recover soon. And he like commented back, like, and it's quite nice to see the player back. And um, the the, the, the fan even said, they're like, oh, your corners, um, you know, they weren't sort of beating the man. He said, yeah, I know. I was hoping someone would get a flick on. So, you know, interacting back with the command. <laughs> I thought that was good. And you don't often see that. And I, and he said, he said, I was hoping I could get the the, the near post flick on, so I could turn around and uh, take the piss out of it. So it's good to see that there was a bit of banter and it's good. That, that's how banter should be on the pitch, you know, the fans yeah. and that. It's good to see that the player uh, can take it and I quite like that. So even though he got an injury and he, he was in some pain, he still had the time to sort of tweet that out and, and message the Kamala fan back. So that was a, a class touch for from that uh, other player. That was well done, Mickey. And I hope you recover soon as well. Um, so yeah, really that's a roundup of all the games. So um Really, just want uh, over to you in terms of your uh, mastermind. Uh, let me sort of cover that quickly. All right. Congratulations to our. Uh, she she's a friend friend of the podcast. I'd say like family part of our family here on uh, Two Clubs One Love. Uh, Louise Rogers, Green at Morton fan. Uh, she's now top of the mastermind leaderboard. She's overtaken our very own uh, Martin. Uh, she's she got a massive score of sixteen at twenty, which blew me away when she was answering them. Like I was like, wow, I thought I'd try to make it hard, but wow. Uh, if Martin was commenting along as he was watching, and yeah, I think even you were pretty impressed. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I mean Jason Walker. I think I don't know. Tell me if I'm wrong. Is he is he retired? Because I've seen him pop up and score a goal yesterday for Dagenham and Redbridge, but I don't know if that's a different Jason Walker. So I was going to try and find that out. But I'm pretty sure he plays. But I think he plays. But I want to say in the non in non league, he, he runs an academy. I think I swear he's like late thirty, very late thirties, like thirty nine, maybe forty. But maybe it's, it, uh, Josh, Josh Walker's not exactly a. Um, an unusual name, so it's probably someone with uh, someone totally different altogether. But there you go. Um, even if it was a special subject, she did indeed. But um, we've got massive coming say, up. Oh, you see, when I was looking, on you go, on you go. Yeah, I was just going to say, sorry, time delay there to the listeners. Um, so I was just, I was just going to say, um, even though I got nine and a half, when you listen back, there was. One, I think there was two, at least two answers. I said the answer to, and then I gave something different because I just bubbles down. And then obviously the Kilmarnock one I should have got. So um, I'm just going to bring it down to the fact that I was like, didn't, um, I just couldn't be half arsed because I'd be back from the football. So um, yeah, I just tried to pull the excuses out. And I just because I thought in half, I was pretty disappointed. I'm not going to lie because I actually see myself as a bit of a, a football know it all in some aspects. So um, I was disappointed that I got a low score, but. Yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles, so to speak. And uh, if, yeah, Louise Rogers, uh, I'd like to say well done to her. She's done really well. If, you, uh, if you're if you listening and not watching there, I was playing Martin, the world's smallest violin. Just <laughs> <laughs> like yes, my heart. Um, I'm just, I, I, uh, well, you know, my kids, guys, well, ladies and gentlemen, to anyone who's listening to this, um, I am going to be doing Daz's uh, at some point through the season, um, and I've already been eyeing up some questions. So as long as he gets less than me, I've, I've achieved uh, what I've achieved for the season. That's all that matters. 
I couldn't give a toss. No pressure. <laughs> as long as I beat you. <laughs> no pressure. No half no measures. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this uh, week on Thursday, uh, we've got Rob Hartley, uh, who's a regular uh, comment, uh, commenter. I'm actually missing him this week. He's not commented, but he was at the boxing last night at Tottenham Stadium. So maybe he's a little bit over hungover on his way back. But uh, the prizes, if you want to get involved, you fancy taking part, hit us up. Prizes are a Killy Pie. Some Shrewsbury biscuits, a jam tart, and now also uh, from Killy, Mr. Martin has chucked in a £10 Amazon gift gift card as well. So, got to be in it to win it, people. But nah, yeah, Thursday with Rob, half seven as always. That's our time we like. Uh, but yeah, mash them on. Yep, good stuff. So, um, you know. I hope you've uh, enjoyed another show. Um, it's uh, it's always eventful. There's always technical issues or, or time delays or whatever. Or it's fucking pissing down here, so. Listening to us. Um, yeah, it's pissing it down here. I'm off to watch Vigil in a minute, get a cookie and a hot chocolate. Uh, that's my, gonna that's go my watch... role now at the age of 35. On I'm going to go watch the NFL, so come on the Vikings. on the Vikings um, uh, so like I say if you have two clubs um, let us know um, if you don't remember make FC United your second club remember what they're all about we'll sh- we'll, we'll put all the shout outs and the retweets and that later on in the week when, um, from like to today, tonight onwards and tomorrow I am working a lot in between so I'll try and get it done as quickly as possible all the links are up above, as mentioned, on SoundCloud, Google Cast, Spotify, Twitter, YouTube, FanHub, and Apple Podcasts. Remember, stop online abuse. There is places you can report it on as well. And also, Football Days with Sloping Jambo. Remember to visit that page there to see what obscure matches he's been to. And also, the Killy Show Review, <laughs> where I put on my latest stuff as well. Goodbye. See you later. Have a good week ahead. And we'll see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.